this month on episode 21 of the Global Credit Union Podcast. So I think that the digitization, yeah, the digital footprint for credit unions um, plays a significant, yeah, significant role in financial inclusion. Um, and I think it's going to increase uh, in, in the next years. That's the voice of Diana Kazaku, a financial inclusion and digitalization expert who will serve as a judge for World Council's 2023 Digital Growth Award for the second straight year. Nominations for the 2023 Digital Growth Award are now open, and I'll speak with Diana today about some of the things she and the other judges will be looking for when they choose this year's recipients. Plus, nominations are also now open for the 2023 Distinguished Service Award, which World Council has handed out since 1986 to recognize individuals or institutions for their outstanding contributions to credit union development outside their home country. World Council Executive Communications Manager Laura Mim joins me to talk about the DSA nomination process and why this award is so unique. This year, recipients of both awards will receive complimentary registration to the 2023 World Credit Union Conference in Vancouver, Canada, where the award presentations will be made. I'm Greg Newman, Director of Communications for World Council of Credit Unions. A preview of World Council's award season is coming up next. Welcome back. I am joined now by Diana Kazaku. She is a financial inclusion and digitalization expert who will serve for the second straight year as a judge for the Digital Growth Award that World Council of Credit Unions hands out each year. Um, Diana, welcome. Thank you very much for having me, Greg. Absolutely. Happy you're here. Um, you know, I introduced you as a financial inclusion and digitalization expert. So before we get into the uh, Digital Growth Award, I wonder if you could summarize for our listeners a little bit what that means and, and the type of work that you do on a day-to-day -day basis. Financial inclusion is creating up equal opportunities for all individuals and businesses to access financial services. Now, what does that mean? Yeah, is having a bank account or an account where they can keep their money safe or they can save or they can even make payments without having to travel too far, uh, getting a loan for their personal uh, or family or business needs or even cover their risks of losses through insurance products. Now, I work with market players that have the mission to provide this equal opportunities like microfinance institutions, credit unions, SACOs, rural banks, or other types of financial institutions and organizations that support them. Um, I think if I, if I have to count <laughs> in the last 25 years, I probably worked with over a hundred financial institutions to bring yeah, innovative and efficient solutions to the different markets in Africa, Asia, and Europe. I think what's, what's, what's really key in my work is the fact that it's not only these financial institutions that play a role in financial inclusion, but also yeah, the fintechs and the payment service providers, the mobile network operation, operators that actually partner yeah, with financial institutions. Um, so all these yeah, market actors play their specific role in enabling financial inclusion. So I, my work is very much focused on also creating these partnerships yeah, together with the digital financial services and digitalization that can 
enable yeah, fast and affordable, but also timely services for, um, for people that are in areas that are less accessible. I'm sure that is incredibly rewarding work and, and, and work that we love to see because our challenge 2025 goal is to have the complete digitization or digitalization of credit unions around the world um, by the year 2025, which is coming up fast, obviously. But there are almost 400 million credit union members around the world. And would you say that expanding their collective digital footprint is integral to growing the type of financial inclusion that you work towards every day? Absolutely, um, Greg. Credit unions play such a significant role. I mean, 400 million members is a significant amount of people that have different needs and they are in different market environments, economies, regulatory frameworks, and so on. And therefore, yeah, digitalization uh, enables this financial inclusion uh, in, in quite a few ways for credit unions. And in my experience, yeah, in, in the field, when I go and, and, and talk to, um, to the customers, but also with uh, the cooperatives and SACOs yeah, in Africa, um, this can be done in different ways. Yeah? Um, credit unions, for example, internal processes, if, if we automate those, um, it helps reducing the regulatory and operational risks. Um, it facilitates fast disbursements. Um, but also can keep yeah the, the fees and interest rates down, which which makes them competitive but also affordable yeah to to uh, to the members. Um, a second example could be the digital communication uh, that can benefit members, particularly yeah, in in times of financial distress. And financial distress is is it happen it happens quite often yeah in in the areas where where the cooperative circles and credit unions operate. I've seen that now, yeah, there is a, a very big trend with, with credit unions, yeah, with um, uh, building the data around uh, the behavior of, um, of the members, yeah, with regards to financial transactions, but not only, yeah, helps them understand the members' needs, yeah, and further customize the services for the specific needs, right? Um, so I think that, the digitization, yeah, the digital footprint for credit unions um, plays a significant, yeah, significant role in financial inclusion. Um, and I think it's going to increase uh, in, in the next years, for sure. Absolutely. Well, that's certainly our hope. And, and this is the second straight year you'll serve as a Digital Growth Award judge. I have to say, you seem legitimately inspired throughout the process of judging last year's awards because we would meet on a semi-regular basis to kind of talk about who was uh, putting in nominations and what some of these uh, credit unions or credit union leagues were doing. Um, why was it exciting to you? Why is this award and then the process something that's exciting to you? Yeah, you used the, the word inspiring. Um, indeed. Uh, last year, we, we had submissions from credit unions from three different continents. Um, it was extremely inspiring indeed to see different digitalization initiatives, um, innovations yeah, that credit unions are launching in the market to better serve their members. Um, just to give some examples uh, that, that, that um, really um, excited all of us as judges. And, and um, I, I even learned yeah, from, um, uh, from such, such, such submissions, um, we had solutions for farmers. We had chatbots, virtualization of branches, um, 
digital literacy programs, even robotic process automation projects, uh, customer transaction portals. There was a, um, a submission for a portal for, for members to buy movie tickets. Right. Um, <laughs> I remember that. Yeah, virtual stores. Um, so even innovative products for youth, social media solutions, and so on and so on. I mean, it's, it's really exciting to see all the efforts that yeah, the, the, the credit unions are making to, to meet these diverse needs of, um, of, of their, their, uh, their members. But I think what's interesting is that all these solutions um, are coming from the desire and from yeah, the mission to solve different problems that, that the members have. Uh, so it's inspiring to see that, yeah, all of these problems are, you know, coming together and and uh, the, the credit unions are trying to solve them via uh, digital uh, footprint. Yeah. yeah, we talked a little bit, obviously, our, our nomination criteria. The first one is that it be inclusive. And I, and I think we covered kind of what that means, especially as you see it through your work, what financial inclusion means. But we also expect these digital solutions that people are are nominating to be innovative and perhaps most importantly, scalable. So when it comes to those categories, what, what are some of the things you're looking for? Well, inclusivity uh, that we discussed yeah, already um, can be achieved through yeah, quite a diversity of digital solutions. Um, and we've seen this from, you know, the previous year's submission um, from the credit unions as well. So, like, yeah, just to give some examples, um, automated credit processes, for example, yeah, again, yeah, they can lead to reduced cost of operations uh, that can enable yeah, affordable pricing. Therefore, yeah, the more members will have access to these services, yeah, so can be included in um, in using the financial services, um, a mobile loan paired with agriculture digital advice or pricing information, for example, yeah, would include more farmers. Sure. A, a digital savings account customized for students can attract young people and so on. Um, but I think what's important, yeah, when in when the criteria of inclusivity is, yeah, to um, to look at how these solutions also address the barriers that exist, you know, in, in different countries and, um, and environments like poor connectivity, where a credit union operates in Africa and in, in Asia, um, or if the solution is too complex for the digital literacy of that member segment that sure. the credit union wants to address, then inclusivity cannot be achieved that easily, right? And then if, it, if we talk about innovation, how innovative the solution is, well, usually innovations are designed and, and rolled out because members have, again, different problems that have not yet been addressed effectively and efficiently within credit union products and, and services offered or within even that respective market, right? But the digital innovation are meant to address these specific problems and needs um, which are not only assumed yeah, that they exist by, by the credit unions, but they need to be validated through experimentation and, and customer experience. So such projects are very valuable, not only for the respective market of the credit union, but also for the other credit unions to learn and replicate you know, as, as feasible. 
So validation and replicability of these innovative solutions that that um, are being rolled out by the credit unions uh, would have would lead then to scalability. So we refer to scalability for any digital solution um, that continuously brings new customers, can be replicated in other segments, yeah, but can also be replicated potentially in other uh, markets and environments. Right, across borders. And that's really the, the kind of, I think the two winners last year, both Secreti and North Park Community Credit Union, I mean, what they developed, that's one of the things that I took away was that, you know, you could see every country is different and the barriers are different, but you could see if you could work around some of those barriers or get over them, that those were replicable, scalable uh, products. Indeed. I mean, a credit union's objective is to address the needs in their own environment, right? I mean, when you design a digital solution, you don't really think about, okay, how will this be replicated in another country? Yeah, for sure, you you want to address, you know, the needs of your own members. But in reality, yeah, how these are being addressed, uh, the digital solutions that are being implemented, if they are replicated to other segments and expand into your own market, usually they can be expanded in, you know, across the border. Absolutely. Well, you'll you'll be joined by two other judges. One we know is Brian Harris. He's the CEO of Interior Savings Credit Union in Vancouver, Canada, and has a, a very extensive background in digital and payments. And um, he has just uh, started with the uh, Interior Savings here in the last year. And so that's going to be exciting to see you two uh, talk about these things, because with both of your digital backgrounds, that'll be interesting. Um, we'll have one more judge that's still till, still to be finalized. We're going to host the uh, 2023 World Credit Union Conference in Vancouver, which is actually where Brian Harris is. Um, and it's really a collaborative process when we do this. That's what we saw last year. And I, I'm sure that you're looking towards that collaboration as being a positive again this year with that with the independent panel of judges that we'll have. We had a, we had a great time and um, uh, sharing our experiences, um, going through yeah, all the materials that the credit union submitted um, and, and really yeah, combining our perspectives because the, the three of us had yeah, um, uh, complementary uh, uh, skill of expertise and more like experience yeah, in different regions, in different types of solutions. We have seen yeah, successes and failures and this combined um, expertise that uh, that we had really uh, allowed us yeah to score in um, in an objective yeah manner yeah all the three criteria that um, that that we used for for last year so it was it was fantastic and I am um, I have no doubt that this year um, is going to be a great experience as well I really look forward you know you mentioned three continents we have nominations from three continents we'd love to see it from six this year so we really hope and i'm sure you do too that uh, the more nominations that we get the better absolutely i know it's going to be more work but really looking <laughs> forward <laughs> really really looking forward i'm excited to see yeah new innovations and um, and trends uh, in in the credit unions market and thank you so much for having me greg thank you so much Welcome back. I am joined now by Laura Mim, Executive Communications Manager for World Council of Credit Unions, who is going to be handling the administration of the Distinguished Service Award this year, like she does every year. Laura, thanks for being here. 
Well, thanks, Greg, for inviting me on your podcast. <laughs> first time, right? It's exciting. It's um, the very first time. You know, I always love the Distinguished Service Award because I think it's such a, a niche thing that we do in the industry around the world. And a lot of credit unions and credit union professionals are doing great things, and they're all about service to their credit unions or their communities. But the D Distinguished Service Award is for a pretty select group. What type of service does this award recognize? Well. I don't want to sound too cliche to say that we're looking for, like every award, we're looking for the best of the best, right? Um, for those who've made long-lasting contributions to the international credit union industry. Um, we don't know of any award that's like this that touches on these global contributions that are specific to the credit union world. We're unique in that way. And to be clear, this award is open to both individuals and institutions, right? You bet. It's it's open to both an organization. We term that the institutional category. That kind of translates across all countries. And then we also have an individual category. Individuals are those, you know, when we're thinking of an individual, or those that are making a nomination on behalf of an individual should have provided that exemplary service to the credit union movement, the international credit union movement. And they should have positively uh, influenced the credit union development outside of their home country in some way, whether it's mentoring or, you know, starting an educational program, just whatever. Um, organizations should have provided some sort of like long lasting financial or technical assistance um, over a period of time to help establish a credit union system or kind of a, you know, establish a mechanism within that system, a payments system or, or, you know, something to that effect. Yeah. And we've been giving out this award since 1986. Some years we only give one award out, such as last year, it was Marshall Bootwell, the CEO of Peach State Federal Credit Union was our recipient. He did a lot of work over his career in Poland and some other places. But as recently as 2017, we handed out four Distinguished Service Awards in one year. So how do we determine that? Um, is it volume of nominations, quality, a kind of a combination of both? You know, we don't have a limit on how many World Council can award. You know, it's purely at the discretion of the board. Uh, the board of directors will uh, take a look at all of the applications that come in at its April board meeting. Uh, this year, and then they'll make an assessment from there. So really, um, they're our uh, uh, judge of the Distinguished uh, Service Award applications. We had a, a bit of a lull going into the pandemic where I think there weren't as many applications turned in. You know, in my experience, um, people want to show up at our live conference to get this award. So I think, you know, in the few years that we've um, been, you know, we've been getting applications during the pandemic, but that uh, that rate has kind of slowed due to the pandemic. So we're looking forward in 2023 to uh, getting some more applications and, and really awarding more folks. And you mentioned that this is a, a service award that really recognizes work you're doing outside of your own national borders. What are some of the other selection criteria beyond that? I know that uh, the list is not too onerous or extensive, but there are some some pretty specific things people have to look at. We have the criteria in terms of what you have to present for nomination. We have an online, a 
a fully online application this year. Um, you have to have a nomination accompanied by a resolution from the board of directors or the nominating organization, which is a World Council member, um, resume materials. I think I just mentioned that. And also, you know, about 15 to 20 pictures of um, if we can include that in the nomination um, that uh, uh, displays uh, the contribution that's being made to the international credit union movement. So in terms of the of the mechanics of what makes up that application, you know, we've had a, a lot of um, folks honored for many different things. You mentioned Marshall Boutwell of Peachtree uh, State Federal Credit Union in Georgia, you know, he was honored last year. He made inroads throughout his whole career by helping establish and advance credit unions both in Poland and uh, across the UK. Cameron Dickey, a few years ago of SciFair Credit Union, was a 2021 winner. He was a, a credit union mentor. So he mentored, you know, leaders from around the world. He was active in uh, to support the, the Kenya Busia Compassionate Center, uh, the orphanage that the credit unions built, that international credit unions built. We've honored people posthumously. In 2019, Adam Jedlinski of Poland uh, was honored for his service as well. Um, you know, an example, a good example of an organization, and I know you're asking about criteria, but no, I'm, I'm kind of no, um, no. Uh, you know, this is, this rounding is about to that answer. Yeah. Um, you know, a recent example of an organization winning OCB, many know, of Brazil, um, was honored uh, about a few years ago uh, for being a leader, supporting education, um, supporting learning opportunities, and being a part of partnerships with countries, uh, areas like Botswana, Mozambique, other places. And then, of course, I believe the Indiana Credit Union League was honored right. um, for connecting credit union professionals from Indiana uh, to other parts of the globe, Ecuador, the Netherlands, Dominica, Dominica Costa Rica, yeah, yeah. Yeah, Brazil, and, and even more. So those are the types of, of examples that we're looking for. Uh, and again, in terms of criteria, we don't have any limits. Uh, if, if you can um, demonstrate that your nominee um, deserves recognition in this area, again, it's a, it's a, a, a unique uh, award in the credit in the international credit union system that I don't think really uh, anybody else has. Yeah, and this award, along with the physical award that the individual or institution receives, it comes with a pretty nice complimentary gift, doesn't it? Yes, you get a complimentary registration this year to WCUC in Vancouver, British Columbia, um, with uh, recognition both uh, at the conference. And uh, at the 2023 annual general meeting, which is in front of World Council membership, uh, direct membership, affiliate membership, and associate membership. So this is always a highlight of the conference. Um, we notify recipients in May uh, in terms of um, their ability to be able to make travel arrangements and so forth. So they have plenty of lead time to join us in Vancouver in July. And, and nominations are due in March, I know. And how do, how does someone go and nominate someone? Okay, so you can visit. This is, this is probably the easiest part. You can visit uh, our website. And again, nominations are due 
Friday, March 10th, 2023. And they will go uh, to the board in April of 2023. Um, you can find all of our application information at woku.org. So www.woku.org. And I believe you click on the About Us tab, select the Distinguished Service Award uh, selection, and then the application is linked to the background material. So new this year, um, and a, a big shout out to not only the communications department, but our information uh, technology uh, folks uh, and our chief information officer. Um, we're fully online in terms of making that application. Um, and, and certainly there's also a web web link at dsa at woku.org if, if uh, you have any questions or if you want to send accompanying materials. Yeah, and I know that, uh, you know, you mentioned uh, Poland, the U.S., and we want, we would really love to have nominations from, from all over the world. So if you're hearing this and you know of someone or if you know of an institution that really has done great work across its national borders, um, by all means, uh, go to our website, woku.org slash DSA, and you'll find the nomination form and you can figure that out. Laura, Laura thanks so much for joining us. And uh, I hope you get a lot of nominations and I don't want to cause you a bunch of work having to go through those with the awards committee, but we want to make sure people are excited about it. So best of luck. No, it's it's easier to have a lot of nominations, believe it or not. So that's what I'm I'm hoping we get this year. So thanks, Greg. And just a reminder, you can find nomination forms for both the Distinguished Service Award and the Digital Growth Award online at woku.org. Look under the About section for the Distinguished Service Award and under Digital Transformation for the Digital Growth Award. And if you like what you heard today, you can also find every episode of the Global Credit Union podcast by going to the Newsroom tab at woku.org. We put out a new episode on the third Thursday of each month. You can also find it on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Anchor FM, Overcast, and just about anywhere else you get your podcasts. Until next month, I'm Greg Newman for the Global Credit Union Podcast saying, remember to keep on serving your members.